Welcome to Breaking Through Biz, the podcast where we talk about things that are keeping small business owners from getting traction and what they can do about it. I'm your host, Tabitha Shever, and I have with us today my guest, Chris Fox and Matt Carlson, owners of Fox Home Innovations. Fox Home Innovations is located in Manhattan, Kansas, and they specialize in design, remodeling, and new construction. And today, the reason I've asked these two to join us is because we are going to talk about the visionary integrator relationship, um, because both Matt and Chris have been running on EOS for a while now. Um, but I want to start at the beginning. Chris, I would love it if you could just tell us what was it like um, 15 years ago when you were starting this business, and how did you meet Matt, and when did he get involved in the business? Yeah, so um, kind of looking back, um, Matt and I were going to school together at K-State, and um, I needed a way to earn an income to put myself through school. So I started kind of a small handyman division type of work where I would work with professors and people that we knew in the community to do odds and ends jobs. And as time went on, uh, those jobs got bigger and we came in a situation where we needed some high up work and I do not like heights. And Matt was a full time firefighter at the time. And so I brought him on to kind of help me on that project. And um, we started working together at that point forward. And kind of had similar minds and thought a lot alike and um, grew a friendship and a professional relationship. And um, that was kind of the starting point. Nice. And so, Matt, you were qualified because you knew how to climb a ladder. That that feels good. <laughs> yep. At least I was able to get up there and get on it at least. Yeah. Absolutely. And um, I'm sure that you have learned a lot and grown a lot in this role. I know um, the business has morphed and changed over time. Talk to me a little bit about, you know, what that journey has looked like for you guys. Um, when did you really move into this concept of visionary integrator role? Was it always that way from the beginning um, or, you know, when it's small? everybody was just all hands on deck. Like, what was that journey like for you? Yeah. So I think the biggest thing is, you know, early on, like you said, everybody's just kind of like doing their thing. Everybody's kind of be bopping along, so to speak. And we ran into a situation where as we were growing, we were growing really quickly, um, probably too quickly. And we recognized this need to have some type of leadership and some type of, you know, organization where, it didn't just rely on one of us. And we found out really quickly as we grew too, if him and I were not on the same page, like no one knew what was going on and we'd actually kind of create more problems than um, solutions, so to speak. So we recognized really quick that we needed this idea of, you know, our leadership for the company needed to be bigger than ourselves. It needed to be bigger than me. It needed to be bigger than Matt. Um, it needed to have, you know, associations, responsibilities, as opposed to ownership and uh, titles associated to it. And that was kind of the kicking off point when we started recognizing the fact that, hey, this we need something here. We need to figure out how we can lead everyone as we're growing when we're young leaders and really there's a lot we don't know. So, Yeah. And, and Matt, how did you start stepping into that leadership role? Like was Chris kind of running everything or were you guys running things together for a while? What did that look like? Yeah. So when we first started, it was all Chris's brainchild. And as we grew, we realized the need for process and we were, you know, we sat down and we did all this stuff and naturally our responsibilities started to spread. And a lot of, as we've grown, it's kind of like slowly taking things off of Chris's plate. So originally he was doing everything that I was helping him. And then I was kind of naturally went into the production side of stuff. And as we've grown, we've kind of realized when we came across traction in EOS, that's where the structure really started to form. And then to answer your question earlier about the visionary and the integrator, you know, 
by happenstance, we both just kind of naturally fell in roles of what that is. He, you know, being a more natural salesperson, he's got the vision Mm -hmm. and just the way that, uh, I am, uh, I've just always kind of naturally fell in that integrator role. Um, but before we even knew what those terms were, we used to call ourselves like the gas pedal and the brake. <laughs> and Chris was like, mash the gas pedal. And I was always like, all right, let's pump the brake back. Great ideas. <laughs> but let's kind of keep this thing at a steady, consistent pace. Yeah, I love that. The, yeah, the gas pedal and the brake. That totally makes sense. <laughs> so, so Chris, for, for you, what was it like, um, you know, having somebody else, like having this big vision and having somebody else walk alongside you and pressing the brake on you? Um, how was that for you? And how did you deal with that early on? Yeah. So I think like, I recognize really early that <laughs> business is hard, right? And uh, there's all these different lessons and you can look at that in many different ways, but there's something to be said with just having someone there that you can constantly bounce ideas off of. And that's someone that can truly sit in the trenches with you. And in a young organization, you know, I mean, keep in mind, we were, you know, 23, 24 at this point in time, right? When we were starting to get quite a few employees and that type of thing. So, you know, majority of our employees were much older than us and we're trying to lead them. Right. And we're trying to, you know, understand what that looks like, but there's a lot of stuff that, you know, we, we wanted to come off like, Hey, we're, we're leading in the right direction, but at the same time behind closed doors, I needed someone to say, Hey, what are we doing here? What's going on? And how does this work? And, and uh, Matt and I were really close in, the, in that way. And I, I, you know, I tell them this all the time, like there's no way I would want to, grow to the where we have gone without him. There's no way I'd ever want to do this by myself. My plan from day one, once we kind of bought into this idea of growing this business was we've got to make it bigger on ourselves. Like it's not about the name of the door. It's not about an individual. It's got to be bigger. It's got to be serving the community, our culture, our people, every, every bit of it, our customers, um, it needs to be bigger than ourselves. And um, Matt helps me remind me of that very much. And I would say that, Matt has also helped me tremendously and really helped the business that gas pedal break thing to get us not maybe not in trouble like we should be. And I've kind of pushed him to maybe take some more risks and do some different things that we might we might not normally do. So it's a really good balance. The one thing that I would add to that is that's fairly unique when you look at like business partnerships, at least for us, is we started out with the same education, like literally took the same entrepreneurship classes. And so that was a very fundamental piece is we both understand, Hey, this is what a friendship looks like. This is what a business relationship looks like. So very early on, we were very clear about partnership agreement, ownership responsibilities. And so we've always kind of shared that mindset as well as balance the friendship and like understanding who Chris is as a person, him understanding, and respecting who I am as a person and that personal relationship versus the business. And it's, it's been unique in a lot of ways as we've grown as a business. Yeah, that's they talk about it being like a puzzle piece, right? Like you have to find that perfect match and those those people that fit together. Um, do you guys ever not get along? And if you don't get along, what do you guys do? So I'll start with that. So yes, absolutely. I mean, we've been around each other for a long time. And I will tell you the number one thing whenever we start not seeing eye to eye or, miss, or not getting along is we're not communicating. And so we've worked very diligently to over time being way more proactive. So every other week we sit down and meet for at least an hour and a half. And we just, in those meetings are, Hey, what do we need to be talking about the company level down to, Hey man, how's the family? What's going on? Like you're super busy and keeping that consistency 
like no matter what has been the biggest thing. And that's how we've remedied it is we've never really had like a knockout drag out. And again, we've been very blessed when the fact it's like, Hey man, I can open up and be vulnerable and say, this is frustrating me or Chris can do the same to me and just call each other and being able to have that mutual respect to where it's not like we don't talk to each other. We just put it on the table and we get it out there. Yeah. So the same page meetings are what you're talking about. And then maybe a clear the air meeting if things are getting messy. Um, How about you, Chris? What do you think about the same page meetings? Effective, helpful, useful? I I think it's definitely useful. I'm like, sometimes it's just, uh, I think where I get the most benefit is that just that brain dump, right? Just that like, hey, let's sit in this together a while with this together, right? Let's just, it's nice to just have someone else there when I'm dealing with something both personally or professionally or whatever it is. But I think too, like like any relationship, time is important and our wives give us crap all the time, but I mean, we truly have to date each other. It sounds crazy, but <laughs> we, we try to take a trip, just the two of us, at least once a year. We try to go do fun things, you know, once a quarter, just the two of us to not necessarily just get business work done, but yes, just to be around each other and let things kind of flow and that simmer that relationship. It's just extremely important. So yeah. How Chris, for you, um, how has it been letting go of the vine and how does Matt enable you to let go of the vine sometimes? Yeah, that's tough. Um <laughs> Matt definitely pushes me. Um I mean he's he's constantly looking at, you know, and not so much well, yes, recently, but if you look over the last like five or six years of all the different responsibilities and things that I were doing and the people I was managing, he was constantly pushing me to, you know, hey, if we want to grow, that's great, but you can't be the sole person behind these things. Um, and so always there pushing me for one, um, but also just being really supportive, right? So when it, when it finally came time, hey, I, I think we need to make this move here. He's like, yep, okay, <laughs> you're doing it. So we're going to support you 100% and let's let's make that piece of it there. So I think it's that's a really good thing. Matt is definitely the more balanced approach person. So, you know, I'm a pretty emotional. Um, so if as things come up or we let go of things, even today, like if there's something I see going on, I don't have any problem bringing up and talking about it to anyone. Um, it's just good and bad sometimes, but Matt also acts as a really good sounding board. I mean, just yesterday I called him and said, Hey, this is really bothering me. I feel like I need to say something. He's like, well, that's great, but maybe you should think about it this way. And it's like, Oh, okay. Yeah. I get that. <laughs> yeah. And one thing that I would add in terms of like visionary and integrator is understanding, like for me, like what makes my visionary tick, right? Just to go to use those terms. And for Chris, as we've grown and he's like, go that vine especially being in sales, he kind of gets put out on the sales island, whereas I have been overseeing so much more. And so it's understanding that when he gets uncomfortable, it's because it's a lack of information. Mm -hmm. And so we've had to work over the years to, we call it dive bombing. So Chris coming into our office manager, Hey, what about this? Like what's going on here? And now I've learned to say, all right, here's the metrics that we put on our scorecard so that every week when we go through our leadership team meetings and stuff, he gets all that information. And it just kind of helps because I mean, at the end of the day, Fox home is, was his baby. It's grown from there. That's never going to change, but understanding that that's, what's important to him so that he can feel like he's plugged in and understands it puts so many more things at ease and it allows him to go sell, which is what he needs to be doing for the business to succeed. Yeah. And you guys have grown so much that you are in this unique place where you as the integrator are now having to let go of the vine and bringing in some other GMs and doing some things like that. So you're kind of getting to step into his shoes now. What's that like? Oh, that, that Band-Aid is fresh pulled off. Um, <laughs> yeah, we just brought in um, our production manager, also named Matt, was not intended, but uh, <laughs> 
And it's been different in really these last couple of weeks, uh, as we've adjusted, I've had to really learn to focus my mind more in that integrator mindset of like, all right, what processes are we going to be looking at? How is our team interacting? And, you know, when a problem comes up, one, staying out of it and saying, Hey, Matt, you can handle this, uh, Henderson, we'll call him Matt Henderson, but, <laughs> um, and just being clear with my expectations too, of like, Hey, this is what I expect. And this is when you expect it and not having to be there micromanaging and just stay out of the way. Uh, it's been different, more difficult than I thought, but I love it. You know, as we start to look at things and embrace the integrator role, I'm trying to learn as much as I can in that shift, but it's definitely been a learning experience. Absolutely. Um, when you guys got into EOS and you really got your vision traction organized or organized and um, realized, like, all in alignment and everybody was on the same page, um, how has that helped you guys be better leaders or better managers? Oh, I think it's life-changing um, in the fact of, we'll, we'll put it this way. So we reached a point a couple of years ago where we we hit a lot of our major benchmarks. Like we, we grew into the company that Chris and I wanted it to be. We had a leadership team. We were, you know, we were growing, we were hitting our revenue goals. And the feedback we started getting from our leadership team was, what do you guys want next? Like, what's the vision? And that's when we really clearly had to go back and we had to look. And Chris and I had to sit down and say, all right, what do we want? And once that we had that vision traction organizer aligned with those visions, it just helped make things so much clearer, you know, and now Chris, when he's the visionary and he's dreaming like, okay, we've got a goal to get to, how can I do that? You know, what product offering can we do? What new thing can the business do to allow for that? And it's been a huge game changer in my opinion. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I think the biggest thing too is recognizing like, when there's that document that everybody's bought into and was a part of creating, um, it takes the personal connection away from it. So it's not like it's everyone's dreams. It's a, it's the same impact we felt when we instilled core values, right? So it's just like, okay, this is how we make decisions based on what's going on around us. It's not personal. It's just that's who we are. Um, the same had a mindset of, hey, this is where we're going, and this isn't a, a personal vendetta or a, a you know a specific you know, achievement for any individual. This is the company's organizational unified goal of what's happening. Um, and everybody's kind of behind that and see that. And one of the things we've, we've done a really good job, Matt, specifically, um, you can ask him about what he thinks of the state of the companies. He could probably do the whole talk on state of the companies and how he enjoys them so much because <laughs> they're they're pretty wild. We're actually doing one this Friday and it ends in a lake day out at the lake. So it's going to be a lot of fun. But um, one thing that's crazy is you paint that picture up there, right? Um, now us as owners and the rest of our leadership team, now we're challenged to hold our team back because they're so, you know, they're just wanting to fight for it. So I don't know how many conversations we have, like, like, Hey, we had this, like one of our biggest things right now is just this mindset of increasing our self-performed work percentage. And so we've got people on our teams coming to us all the time. Hey, we should do this and we should do that. And we should do this. And, um, it's a really cool thing because that's not coming, um, we're not we're not leading top down anymore. It's definitely we're we're leading up, and we have everybody else under under us leading up to us um, on some of those changes. So it's it's really really cool. 
Well, I said it before, but you guys are like two puzzle pieces and you guys just fit together so well. And you guys really are great leaders. And I love to see that, you know, the things that you've put in place are working for you and that you guys are just continue to grow together and um, your relationship seems stronger for it. And so um, I'm just honored to get to be part of the journey and get to watch you guys grow and to, and to do all of this because you guys are one of my favorite visionary integrator uh, duos and you guys actually do the work, right? You actually have your same page meetings. You actually take your clarity breaks and it's, it, it shows, right? Um, mm -hmm. So I am incredibly grateful for you guys being on the show. Um, what one piece of wisdom would you leave if there was a business owner who was looking for their integrator, they hadn't found their puzzle piece yet? What's like the one word of wisdom or thing that you learned that you would want them to know? That's a good question. I'll let you take that visionary. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Um, I think it's I think it's important to find someone that is um that that can be that can challenge you i think that you have to be challenged and i think that um with we talk about it all the time right just with with trust brings conflict and conflict you know creates results right and so that trust and that sense is so important but what what that looks like is immense levels of conflict and it looks like uh being challenged and not being scared to you know the middle of the day grab him you know go in the office and say hey this really just is bothering me what do we what do we want to do about it and i think um you've got to have that on both sides and i think that the second that you don't have that you're you're going to you're not going to be the very best you possibly can be and i think that's that's the biggest thing someone you can be vulnerable with i think is a big and as i've explored yeah. eos a little bit one thing that makes us unique is we're business partners but i think a lot of eos visionary integrators visionaries the owner and the integrator is not always an owner so that bridging that gap can be difficult so having someone that you trust like chris said that you can vent to but that also can hold you accountable and give you some constructive criticism or tell you like, tell you something like it is. And then uh, for you, Matt, as an integrator, what words of wisdom do you have for visionaries? Like what's the hardest part about being an integrator that you wish your visionaries knew? Oh man. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm spoiled. I, Chris has talked me up a lot. I mean, he gets it and he gives me a lot of latitude, but it's just one trust, trust your integrator, trust the things that you're doing. Um, and listen, you know, I don't, I don't say the things that I do for no reason, um, and understand your communication styles. I know so much of what I said is like relationship based, but it is so important. Uh, I understand how Chris operates. He understands how I operate. And if you can't understand how you just communicate together, it's going to make things so much harder down the road. And again, like I said earlier, understand what they need, yeah. you know, visionaries, they're creative. They, they're, they want to get out there. They want to be um, thinking of the new thing as well as they, you know, a lot of them are salesmen. So let them do their thing, but also keep them informed so that they don't feel like they're losing control. Absolutely. That's that's great uh, advice on both sides. So thank you guys for joining me today. If um, anyone wanted to learn more about your business, where would you send them? Foxominnovations.com uh, or you can look us up on Facebook where we also got a profile on Instagram. So any of those things, we're, we're pretty unique. Foxhome Innovations, LLC, uh, Facebook, any of there. 
Perfect. Thank you guys again. Um, and next month, we'll be having Adrian Bracy join us as she talks about her book, Halftime, and her journey on setting vision for her second half. So hopefully y'all can join us then. And until then, um, Matt and Chris, I just wish you guys absolutely the best of luck. And we'll see you uh, for your next EOS quarterly here in a couple of weeks. Thank you, Tabitha. Sounds great. It. Happy to be here. This has been Breaking Through Biz with Tabitha Shever, and I just want to give a thank you to Family Vision Media and Dave Powell for helping us to produce this podcast. Plus, Delta is committed to helping your small business get your operations in order and to drive positive change. To learn more about Plus Delta services or EOS, go to plusdelta.com. Until next time, happy changing, everyone.